Dear listeners, and thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Are You Really Living podcast. Introducing Chef Christian Baruos Brenz, a rising star at just 19 years old. He's a dedicated student at Miami-Dade College's Miami Culinary Institute, located at the Wolfson campus, making remarkable strides in both academics and the culinary world. As a member of the second cohort of the Rising Scholars program, he's been actively pursuing his academic dreams while simultaneously serving as the CEO of two thriving catering companies. His journey has not only graced the front cover of the Miami-Dade College newspaper, but also inspired approximately 5,000 students in South Florida. Beyond the classroom, you'll find him on Roku, demonstrating his culinary prowess in cooking TV show competitions and contributing as a behind-the-scenes chef in a series on Univision. Recently, he's partnered with Goya and Univision for an exciting show. Christian's remarkable impact extends to philanthropy, as he dedicates himself to supporting and donating to those in need throughout South Florida. Let's extend a warm welcome to our host, Mr. Enrio Longchamp, and our guest, Chef Christian. Hello, listeners. I would like to welcome you all to another episode of Are You Really Living? I'm very excited to have a wonderful guest, uh, Mr. Christian. Uh, He is a chef down in South Florida. I met him recently at an event, and his story is so fascinating that he had to come to the podcast and for us to talk about how he overcome many obstacles to be where he is today. So, Mr. Christian, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be in this podcast. And I'm, you know, very grateful for meeting you yesterday and another connection uh, for actually tasting my breakfast. So um, just thank you for that. Yeah, very excited. Thank you. Thank you. So now let's talk about your journey. When did you realize that, okay, I'm not going to, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a plumber. I want to be a chef. Right. Well, I... When I was 16, so I really wanted to become uh, I, I wanted to become a basketball player um, and then be a professional basketball player. Uh, I still play basketball to this day. But when I was 16 years old is when I really found my passion and like I really want to become a chef. My mother at 16 years old, I, well, I was 16 years old. My mother had two cancers, breast cancer and thyroid cancer. Um, Now she's a survivor. Then thank God for that. I'm very blessed for that. Uh, So I had to really help out the house. Right. Because my mom couldn't work. My dad was retired. So I started doing a brownie sale, a bake sale. I started doing cookies, brownies, to selling to classmates, teachers, professors, et cetera. That's my school. Um, then quarantine happened. So I had to think outside of the box. and like, you know what? I still have to help out the house. I'm going to still continue my small little business I have selling brownies. And I started doing Uber Eats. as a Me as a ghost kitchen, having Uber drivers come to my house and deliver it to my clients. Some of the Uber drivers are like, is this the right address? Like, yes, sir, we have this right address. It was really funny to me because, like, you know, back then, not that many businesses were really doing, especially 16 years old, like, in high school, sophomore, there wasn't that many like doing that. Um, But from there, I really started finding my passion, honestly. When I was doing every single sale, I was like, this is this is interesting. I kind of like this, you know, me doing like many orders at once, you know, helping my mom, all that stuff. I liked it. I like it. I love it. And that's really found my passion. Um, From there, fast for a year, two years uh, after, uh, before, uh, my pa- my dad passed away two years ago. But from that moment, it's a, that's another obstacle. I have to 
you know, go around them. I'm not going to always stand back. I'm going to keep going with my passion. I'm like, from there, I have to do an, uh, an honor, uh, an, an homage brownie for my father, which is called the Cafecito Brownie, which is my number one seller. And it's actually, we're doing about 300 for tomorrow for an event we have. And it's just, it's mind-blowing how a brownie that I created from much for my father, it has a store behind it. It's a symbol for my company. And I'm super excited. Yeah. And very grateful for that. Um. From there, I started moving on with my um passion and got accepted to two scholarships for my day college. And, you know, now I go to culinary school. So now I'm actually in the industry, learning with professionals, with professional uh, equipment and all that. All that good stuff, the luxury. I love it. This is, this is the, I love it so much. Um, From there, I uh, started learning how to cook, you know, actual professional cooking, learning the A, everything, A, B, and C. Etc. And then now today I have two catering companies. Um, still a student at MDC of Miami Culinary Institute, and you know I'm just working a lot. <laughs> I had to quit my nine to five. Um, my nine to five was uh I was working at a restaurant as an assistant general manager. So that's where I really got in. You know the the details about behind the scenes for a restaurant, how to run a restaurant, and that's the business side of it. And yeah, it's pretty much it. I know it was kind of long, but you know I just had. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's not long at all. It's actually wonderful. Now, I know mm -hmm. your mother very happy that she recovered. And I know she's like the your number one fan because I got to speak with her as well uh, yesterday. And she's she's an amazing woman. Um, how important is she for you within the business? Well, she's first of all, I love my mom. Um, she's she's an amazing woman. She's super, super strong and she's super important. She's the glue to this. If it wasn't for my mom, I would not be in this position at all. Now I have a team of eight. I used to do this, the brownie sale, and as well, you know, my catering company. I used to do it just me and my mom, right? It's just my mom helping out, set, you know, the connections and, you know, setting up the tables and me cooking. So we're a good team. So me and my mom, we have a strong bond together. We're best friends. So she's like everything to me. I'm blessed and grateful for having her in my life. And... Yeah, she's the glue to everything. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be who I am today. In reference to the coffee, I know you have it to honor your father. How proud do you think your father would be if he were to be here right now? Yeah, my, my father would be really, really proud right now. Um, it's the things that I've done after his passing, it's been it's been crazy. It's been like in a good way. It's I've been on TV. Um, I'm on Roku right now live. Currently, it's airing now. Uh, is a is a show called a Batalla in Abuela's Kitchen where I won the whole competition show. It's pretty much a show against uh is grandmas versus a Gen Z. I'm the Gen Z, <laughs> and it was a culinary cooking show. And I, I was proud. I would probably say that I won the whole competition. And I'm very blessed and grateful for having that right opportunity. Right from that opportunity, started get, I started getting more opportunities in TV. And I was a behind the scenes chef for an Univision project that it was it already aired as well this last week. And I was pretty much behind the scenes chef making all the food for a mini series for 30 days project every single day. It was tough. And I had my mom alongside me and it was it made the job easier. Right. Uh, but my dad would be very, very, very proud of, uh, you know. Every day I always pray, I always, you know, talk to him and, you know, he just loves what I'm doing. You are not even 21, am I correct? Yeah, I just, you're right. I just turned 20 a few weeks ago. Uh, So I I did all of that when I was 19. Now I'm transitioning 20. 
you know, it's a weird age, right? Because, you know, you're not 21, but you're not 18. So now you're in the middle. Uh, but I'm still, no matter what, how old I am, I'm still grinding and hustling and trying to expand. Um, people your age, many people your age, they do not have the the thinking of, you know, I'm going to be following my passion, opening, opening up my own business. So for people your age that are listening to you right now, what are some advice you have for them that probably that are afraid to follow their passion or afraid to start a business? What would you want to tell them? So I want to tell them to never give up, right? If you cannot find your, if you don't find your passion now, don't worry about it. Your time will come. Just keep working, keep focusing on your talent because everybody has a talent, a God-given talent. And God gives you a talent and you have, it's just your, your responsibility to find out your talent in your own ways. And as well, like you need to just keep going. Right. Just keep going because, you know, you're going to come. This life is going to come with many obstacles. Right. But your job is to not back from it, but adjust from it and go around it. It's going to take some time. But trust me, if I could do it, they could do it too. I like to cook as well myself. I like to eat. I'm a fruity. How do you go about recipes? Do you go with tradition in terms of what you learn from your mother or probably watching YouTube video? Or do you try to add your own flavor to it? Right. So when I was when I started doing so I was when I was a freshman in college in culinary school, I didn't want to be an ordinary student. I don't want to be that student that goes in class, takes the information and not use it in the outside world. So I was like, all right, if I'm going to invest my time into this culinary school, which I got a scholarship from, I need to take advantage. Right. It's time to take advantage of that. And at this age, 18 to 29, you're a sponge. All of your information, you observe it. You absorb absorb the information. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get the recipes that I learned, go back home, set up a focus group, which is my family members, switch the recipe around and add my Latin flair, my sazon, how we call it, uh, right? And then just imply that and literally serve up plates of that same dish, a three-course menu, sometimes six-course menu when I get more advanced. And give my family members a note and a pad, a pen, a pen and a pencil, and write down okay the pros and cons and what is construction feedback. So I'm getting construction feedback from each family member, and from there I learn how I could change the dish, or maybe if the dish was very bad, I could switch it up, or the proteins are everything. So yeah, like I I was very blessed to have first of all my family, very very supportive family members to even come to my house and even try the food. I mean, you know, people love food. So delicious, right? So I always add my Latin flair. Um it was up to groups to 40 to 50 people when my family it started growing. First it was 8, then they started hearing about it. Oh, food, okay, 12 and 20 and then up to 30 or 40 people. Uh and then from there I started growing like, you know, started doing more Instagram and doing videos from that moment capturing capturing that moment in every menu me printed out add into my portfolio and then from there i started really you know i to answer your question yes i do add latin flair to different typical cuisines cuisines and as well my mother taught me dominic the typical dominican dishes and i got that information making my own and the rest is history <laughs> how crucial was social media for you to promote your business Wow. So 2023, social media is very, very important. Let me tell you that. Social media really helped me get all the opportunities that I received this year. Like social media is super crucial when you're going to start up the business or, you know, create an image. I right now, I want to, I'm creating a brand, Chef Christian, and I'm going to be pretty much 
pretty much I have to really, you know, find a way to expose myself. And the Roku channel actually reached out to me from Instagram videos of the videos I was taking of the food of my focus group. And people really thought as well on the side that, oh, I want I want you to cook for me. I'll pay you this much. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't even know I could do that. <laughs> right? I was like, oh, my God. Like, wow. This is many branches you can go from there. But social media is very, very important. And I'm, you know, being this age, I it's really easy for me to learn and be creative. Very important for anybody in, in our, our generation and in general. Being creative with your work. Right? Be unique. Be very unique and have, find your flair. Right? So, Yeah. I know uh, we already talked about this in terms of your your mother being, you know, the number one, your number one fan. But if you were to go back to listen to this interview five years, 10 years from now, where do you think you'll be? Well, (laughs) since uh, since for five years, 10 years, I feel like I'll be on national TV doing what I love, giving back to the community, um, having my own ballroom, which is, I really want to do that before a restaurant because, you know, the traffic more, you know, it's more consistent, right? I'll be impacting many students and people in general. I already, I did the numbers. I kind of, I impacted about 5,000 students on NDC, which is a lot, you know, and for one person and I'm very grateful for that. And yeah, I'll be having my, you know, I'll, I'll have a huge team. I will be on national TV. And I believe that in five years from that, from 10 years, whoo, I, cause I have a short term and long term goal. My short term is to be, be on TV and do all of that. And my 10 years from now, I would like to give back to Miami Day College and have my own foundation as well my own scholarship to give back to kids that found, find their passion if not, I could help them find their passion. We could do, you know, like I like to have student interaction and I really want to help back the students from Miami College so they can find their passion and don't have to worry about, you know, financial and et cetera. So that's the long-term goal. How important is Miami Date to you? Miami Date is super, super important. That's the number one, that is the number one institution for me. Not bias or anything, but that is my num- that is the number one supporter. Miami the College has been supporting me, built my foundation. It really did. And as well, uh, Miami Day just guided me and support and as well gave me so many resources. It's incredible. Um, Miami Day is my number one client for my catering company. And as well, they gave me all the, the scholarships and all the support. So number one is my, I mean, sorry, my day college is number one. They gave me an opportunity to become a keynote speaker as well for many events in my day college, all different eight campuses. I, and they believe I'm a leader. They believe I'm a leader. And I, I think I, I am a leader. At, uh, no, I am a leader. And to lead and impact so many students, right, in Miami day college is a blessing. And they gave me the platform. How crucial was it for yourself to believe in yourself when you started with Miami day in terms of contract work, you know, uh, catering for Miami Day College, that you were going to be successful with them? Well, at first, it, I believe very important is that the quality of my work has to be top notch, right? I The service as well needs to be top notch. So what I formatted my, well, first of all, I want to add on to the Miami College has a program, well, has a, yeah, a program called the Idea Center. The Idea Center helps students like me create their own business and help me and they guided through me, guided me through that. They turn ideas into realities. Um, so they really help all, all different entrepreneurs and students like me. Now back to that. 
they taught me I need to set my qualities high, my service and my food, etc. So when I was formatting my business, I was like, I don't want to be a regular catering. I want to give them the show, the experience of the different things and cuisines that I could bring to you. And Miami Day is a top client and Miami Day has eight campuses. And I'm very blessed to be catering, showing my love and supporting each and every student and impacting through all eight campuses. I was think when I first started, I was like, oh, one campus is very small, you know, it's cool. But then now eight, it's ridiculous. And Miami College just really helped me send that standard high, the bar high. Because now I have high standards no matter what I do and my team as well. So I have to replicate my vision. My team is here to replicate my vision and multiply it by two, by four, by six, by eight. When you start a business, there's always there's always ups and downs. And in the beginning is of pretty rough. So how rough was it for you in the beginning? Wow. So for every business, like you said, it's true. There is different phases when starting a business. First phase is... The, the struggles, right? The first year, typically you don't make money. You just, you know, break even. For me, it was tough because I was working in nine to five, right? I didn't have any time to really sleep, which is very, like lack of sleep. It's very, very important to be, you know, to have sleep, but it was tough for me. You know, my schedule was well over the place. My mom, my family, you know, it's, it's, it was tough, right? That's one of the struggles as well as like, you know, having the right prices, right? Miami College helped me do all of that, but it's just having the right prices, the food, the money, the financials, and as well, just, you know, studying and balancing my time as a student. Because remember, I'm I'm still a student and I'm doing all of this and it's difficult. It was difficult at first. But then entering the second phase of the business, now you start viewing a turnaround. Now you start learning from your mistakes. Becoming right a business or an entrepreneur, you have to learn from your mistakes, right? Failure is your greatest lesson in life. F- failure is your greatest teacher in life. So I learned from my mistakes. Not only I got better at it, but I executed. I don't want to just be good at one thing. I want to be great and execute it. And that's what I did. And now, like, thankfully, we're doing amazing. We're doing great. We found the right amount of profits, uh, margins, and the quality. And now we have time. Now I have a team of eight, and it's still growing. Like I was saying, like, I have a team of eight. They help me whenever I'm in class. They help me uh, create my vision, expand my vision to the, to the catering. And I'm very blessed for that. And it took a long time. I started doing my catering. Actually, let me give you a story. Started doing my catering when I was in February of this year. But I was just donating, donating and donating because I was like, listen, I have a catering business. Supposedly I didn't have, but I was like, I want to, I want to do this. And I was just, listen, I'm going to give you, I could donate this for you for this event, this event. Until one day, uh, the president of the Miami Day College West Campus, Ms. Beverly, she said, listen, I need, I'm going to put you as a vendor. And it's really hard to have a vendor license in MDC. And just, it's really, it's, it's a wait list, right? So it's really hard to get in, but I was like very grateful that she spotted me like listen let's make let's put this make this student a uh a vendor and keep in mind my my food was in was was good it was homemade everything's gourmet but now to now it's different it's more like the presentation all that stuff so it's it's better but for her to believe in me it's it's just phenomenal i'm very grateful for that um and then from there i started not donating <laughs> so now I started actually making money off of it um and you know to help out my mom honestly this offer my mom 
So from there and as well to build my brand, build my brand. And yeah, and that's how everything started. And then June, I became an official licensed LLC. And then from there, I started growing even more. Everything started to multiply. Now I had to really focus on getting a new team because now school is a number one priority. No matter what it is, school is number one priority. Education is key to becoming successful. And as now, well, I'll be continuing in Miami College for two more years for a bachelor's degree at the uh, his hospitality management. And I'll get an, I'm getting another scholarship from the for the BIH as well. The BHI. Sorry. I always ask all my guests this question. If you could have any superpower, what would you want to have? Or what superhero you look at? That's a tough question because I don't really um watch superheroes. But if I want to say one superhero, I believe Superman. Why? Superman saves people. I believe saving and impacting is kind of the same, right? So I want to, instead of, well, yeah, saving and I want to impact so many people. I want to be flying to everywhere and going to different cities and impacting and showing my love and my flair to every single city. So I believe Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a signature dish like this dish whenever people see it? Okay, this is Christian dish. This is Chef Christian dish. Wow. So <laughs> that is a tough question because I have a lot of signatures. But let's read into let me let me put in different categories. So when it comes to sauces, I have two signature sauces, one dessert sauce and one savory sauce. I have a a signature cafecito drizzle, which is basically a chocolate ganache. No, it's a coffee ganache, pretty much. It's a delicious chocolate coffee sauce that you can put it on everything. It's delicious for dessert. For savory, I have my signature chef, chef sauce, which is pretty much a, a mustard base and is a delicious. It's, it's, you know, I can't give too many secrets out, you know, my ingredients, but it's delicious. Everyone has been telling me to sell it. And that's probably the next phase in my journey and to try to go, you know, sell my bot my sauces and bottles and that's another you know topic but now when it comes to small appetizers i have my signature veggie croquetas right i like to so one thing about me is for my catering business i love to include veggie options for the vegetarians and the vegans um that's something that i'm very blessed to learn in the culinary institute that i can incorporate different ingredients and vegetables and make it to a beautiful dish so that's that uh for desserts, I have my signature cafecito brownie, which has an amazing story to it. It's a pretty much a brownie infused with coffee, well, cafecito, right? And then top of some more coffee drizzle, the coffee, cafecito, the, the cafecito drizzle. Now, from the entrees, right? I, it's, I have a lot of signatures. I don't know if I could say I have one signature, but I have different. So I have, I'll give you two. So the first one is a... A, a Latin risotto, which is a my play on a risotto, casa risotto, but I take it up a notch, right? So we got a uh, gigeon peas, right, within the risotto inside, topped with avocado slices, a Dominican um, how you say Dominican sausage, right, topped, and then as well plantains, which is sweet. So you're getting different notes, right? You're getting the creaminess of the risotto saltiness of the um sausage the freshness of the avocados and as well the sweetness from the plantains that is one of my signature dishes that everybody really all my families and all my clients love my other signature dish where which i won in the roku channel show right is to um is the salmon 
fresco, right? What is the salmon fresco? Well, pretty much a grilled salmon topped with mango salsa in the bottom with a fennel puree and as well as uh, three zesty asparagus. So I like to really bring out tropical vibes and the the bright, the brightness in the dish and every single dish I do and the Latin flair. If somebody want to contact you right now to cater for them or uh, want to taste your or your brownie, your very famous brownie, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, they could reach out to me to my through my Instagram, Chef Christian LLC, and they could reach out to me. And as well, soon we'll be having a website. Just my team and I are going to be working on that. You know, I want it to be perfect and excellent for that to happen. And as with my phone number, uh, 786-731-9874. And as well, my email, cbarrosbrands at outlook.com. Well, Christian, thank you so much for giving us the time and your story. Again, like when we met, we talked, your story is very inspirational. I had to have you here to talk about your story and inspire someone that maybe that is in a situation where they want to follow their passion and they're afraid they have this fear. But by listening to you, you had all those obstacles, but yet you still move forward and yeah. jump. And, you know, that person can go ahead and move forward with their passion and dream as well. Right. So and that's the goal. You. That's the goal. I really want to impact a lot of people, a lot of students, just like me in my age. And I want them to find their passion. And then from that passion, succeed in life. So never, never, never give up because there's so much to life. And thank you for having me as well. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Uh, thank we'll you. You too. Time. Yes, I'm going to cook right now and get back to work <laughs> with my Perfect. team. Thank you for listening to the Are You Really Living podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. We would love to hear from you. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep growing. And most importantly, keep living your best life. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.